The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to A Guided Life Podcast, where we talk about all things spirit and life. I'm your host, Laura West. Follow me on Facebook at GuidedWest11, on Instagram at GuidedWest, and on Twitter at LauraWest111. I also have a website at www.laurawest.net, where you can download a free guide on how to meet your own spirit guides. My book, Guided, is available on Amazon, and it's about soul teams, intuition, mediumship, and spiritual tools such as oracle and tarot cards, crystals, pendulums, and so much more. So in today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about signs. Now to have that conversation about signs from the other side, I do have with me psychic medium Lee Walzak, who has been on the show before. Lee, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, Laura, thank you for having me. It's good to be back. (laughs) Oh, it's so good to be back. You are just such an amazing human being, and I love being in your energy, and you bring such great energy that I'm just really thrilled that the listener will get a chance to hear from you again. Yeah, I'm so excited, and this is one of my favorite things ever to talk about, so (laughs) I'm very excited for this. Oh, perfect. Yes. Well, before we continue talking about signs, I do want to give Lee his introduction. He is a psychic medium, like I mentioned, an angel communicator and intuitive empowerment guide who has used his gifts over the past nearly 10 years to help others connect across the veil, navigate their intuitive awareness, and find peace, closure, and a sense of empowerment within. So having nearly 10 years of just that experience, not even the psychic mediumship experience, I imagine you probably have so many great examples of signs that you've received from spirit. So looking forward to hearing about that. I feel like I could probably write a book with all of them at this point. It's just, (laughs) (laughs) it's been wonderful and magical. So yeah, I'm excited to really dive into it. I love this topic, like I said. So yeah. Wonderful. Well, in addition to the introduction that we just heard, can you tell us a little bit more about you and maybe just a brief background since you did go into pretty in depth in Mm. the last episode that we recorded earlier in the year? Yeah. So I am a psychic medium. And and as you said, I've been doing this work for nearly 10 years now, which is kind of crazy to me looking back. I'm like, has it been that long? (laughs) I know. And I've done hundreds, if not thousands, I don't even know where I'm at number wise, but of readings for people, (laughs) again, as it says in my bio, helping to really bridge the gap between here and the physical to the other side. And I do work evidentially with people, which for those listening who might not know, it just means that I bring through validation, specific facts, you know, whether it be names or details of somebody's life or dates or whatever it might be that I couldn't 
know otherwise. So evidential mediumship. And more recently, I've stepped into the role of helping others to develop and navigate their own intuitive abilities and awarenesses and gifts. And I love that so much. I love the teaching aspect of it, which I think I mentioned in the first episode with you, actually, I think we got into that. Yeah, yeah. you did. So yeah, that's a little bit about me and what I do. And yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, I don't know about you, Lee, but I do get a lot of people who ask about signs, especially when I bring up the topic Mm -hmm. of signs and everybody wants communication from the other side, whether it's past loved ones, whether it's their spirit team. I'm Mm -hmm. curious to know your take on the whole subject about signs (laughs) and what do you tell people when it comes to signs who are looking for them? Yeah, what a great question. So I think that signs are really spirit's way or whatever word you might have for it, God's way, departed loved one's way. I just use the term spirit, but spirit's way of communicating with us in letting us know and reminding us that their presence is always around us. And as you said, I do feel that we can get signs from departed loved ones, our spirit guides, our angels. They tend to be a little different from me, but the way they can show up can be, you know, very, very similar. But I think overall, it's just spirit's way of reminding us that there's more than just this physical reality that we experience with our five senses. And sometimes they'll use it as a reminder that, you know, they're around. Sometimes they'll use it as a show of support, like you're moving in the right direction. And that typically for me is more like spirit guides and angels and our spirit team that does that as a sign of support in a way of letting us know that we are moving forward in the right direction or that our prayers are being heard or our thoughts are being heard or whatever it might be. But simply, I think it's just spirit's way of communicating with us. And when we get to the other side, I know from doing however many readings I've done at this point that when we do get to the other side, we don't have vocal cords anymore. You know, we don't have, so we can't make audible sounds typically with our voice or anything like that. I think spirit can come in audibly sometimes, but from what I've been told, that takes a tremendous amount of energy for them to do that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So we don't have the vocal cords, you know, so we we find a different way to communicate with our loved ones still here. So again, one of my favorite topics, and it's really a magical topic, again, because of all the things that I have experienced with signs. And what's interesting to me too, is that even sitting down with people, so many times I will have somebody's loved one or potentially even a spirit guide or part of their, you know, angelic team or whatever it might be. They will validate things for the person on the receiving end about signs and about how that sign kind of expressed itself in this person's life. And it's really, really amazing. It it truly, when we open ourselves up to it, it is magical is the only word that comes to mind, right? Like it's like the most magical thing ever, you know, at least in my opinion, I just, I I do, I find it so, so wonderful, so magical. And it really, it, it just solidifies for me personally, that connection that I do have with spirit. I love that. So what are some examples of signs without limiting it for the listener, thinking those are the only types of signs? Mm -hmm. I'm curious from what you come across, what are some examples of some signs that spirit has left? Good question. So in general, yeah, I do get like coins a lot. Spirit will mention like pennies or coins. Typically spirit does differentiate for me in a reading, you know, whether it's like pennies or it's quarters or it's dimes or, you know, whatever it is. I don't know what it is about that 
energy of coins, but maybe it's just more accessible for them to be able to kind of do that sometimes. (laughs) Feathers is another one that does come up generally and commonly a lot. Repeating numbers, I find a lot of people experience, which I actually associate more with like angel numbers. So when our spirit guides or our angels are trying to get us a message, you know, we might see the repeating numbers that have specific meanings to them. So pennies, feathers, um, butterflies actually is another one. A lot of people I find connect to butterflies. Mm-hmm, yep, yep. I think I asked Spirit that once actually, like, you know, what is with the butterfly? You know, like that's so interesting. And I got a sense of it's because they symbolize like a freedom. Oh. We here view them as something very beautiful or, or most of us yeah. probably do, right? right. Something very beautiful and very delicate and maybe even ephemeral in some ways. And they also, you know, have mm-hmm. strong connections to like transformation and the idea of transformation. So I kind of received all of that back and and that makes sense to me, you know, yeah, transformation yeah. and being delicate and being free and being beautiful. So butterflies, I think, do come up a lot. But I will touch on something you said as well, that I think signs can show up in any different way for anybody. You know, for someone listening, it might not be pennies or feathers or butterflies. I think spirit will give us the things that they know will get our attention. And they will send the signs that we can receive that we do strongly identify with. So if you're somebody that really connects, maybe like, you know, a father figure or something who's on the other side to music and maybe specifically guitars, like you might find guitar picks all the time. And it's just that strong association because they know that we hold that and they know it will get our attention and that it will make us stop and ponder for a minute. Like, oh, isn't that interesting? So those are some of the common ones. But yeah, I think it can be really anything. Anything that spirits can, I think it will use. Oh, I love that. Okay. So you said it can be anything, which I agree. What in your experience has been the weirdest sign? (laughs) Oh, that is such a good question. The weirdest one. Okay, let me set up to this question really quick. The reason why I ask is because what I've learned through my mediumship journey is ask for like really off the wall things. It's okay to do that, like a purple elephant or something like that, because it'll come if it's intended to, it'll come. So I'm just curious what you've encountered. I think for me personally, like flies has been an interestingly strange one, (laughs) which actually just happened yesterday, which is why that comes to mind. I'm like, flies was... An interesting one. Like in a reading? It came up in a reading? No, just for me personally, like as as like a sign for myself. (laughs) That is interesting. Yeah, right? But as far as somebody else that I've heard, I know one lady I've had a reading with, there was something about, it was either a pickle or a cucumber, (laughs) which I just thought was very... Very uh, random sounding, you know, like a pillar <laughs> a cucumber. <laughs> and I don't think there's any significant association with that with her loved one on the other side. I think it's just something she asked yeah. for. And there it was, you know, like a, I, I think it might've been a cucumber, but regardless, you know, very <laughs> kind of random sort of. I mean, you know. same family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. So those two definitely come to mind. The cucumber one definitely stands out because I remember when I heard that, I'm like, really? <laughs> Isn't that interesting? <laughs> oh, that's yeah, yeah. That was a good question. I love that. Oh yeah, I know because I've heard of some really far fetched ones and how spirit pulls through because it could be like on a billboard. Or it may not yeah. be like the physical 
thing, but they pull through, which is just really incredible. Laura Lynn Jackson's book, Signs, was where I heard about some of these really interesting um, ones that you wouldn't think, you know, like, I don't know, I think, I think one was a purple elephant or something like that. And then it showed up on a billboard and very randomly, that sort of thing. So that brings me to my next question, then we talk about all these great signs. How do people know if it's a sign or not? That is a really good question. It's one I get often, understandably. I think there's a few things you can do to discern whether or not it's a sign from spirit. I always ask people, how do you feel when it comes across in your experience? Do you feel like it lifts you up from a space of maybe heaviness or or grief? Or maybe you're not even in a space of heaviness or grief, but do you feel like it lifts you up from where you currently are feeling from? Do you get that sense of almost like a, it's like a mild for me, like excitement? Or is it making you stop and really pause and even question? Like, are you questioning? Like, is that that a sign? You know, did something happen where you paused and you're like, oh, isn't that interesting? Is that a coincidence? Is that a sign? Because typically I do find when we're stopping and pausing and questioning, typically for me, that does indicate some sort of a sign from spirit. I also tell people too, you know, especially people who might be new to experiencing signs and they're kind of questioning, like, is that really a sign or is that just kind of my imagination? I invite people to ask themselves, does this happen typically to me? Does a butterfly, you know, just using this example, does a butterfly typically come and, you know, fly into my face or you know, whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever it is? Do I experience this day to day? Is this something that's normal in my experience? And typically, if the answer is no to that, I find that it is spirit trying to get our attention yeah. with something that might not be so common within our experience. I also you know, invite people to, to sit with it and ask themselves, like, did I ask for something like this? You know, cause obviously if you ask for a butterfly to come and fly around your face or whatever it might be, <laughs> and then it happens the next day. Yeah. For me, that's a pretty good indication of like, you're receiving what you have asked for. Yeah. But I think the feeling part of it is really, really significant for me. You know, how do you feel in that moment? Yeah. And is what you're experiencing does it make you think of your loved ones on the other side or maybe your spirit team? And and again, like a question you asked or whatever it might be, is there, there that thought of, is that you? So that's typically how I go about it myself. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Now to come up with a sign, what are your thoughts on that? Now, is it mostly spirit determining what the sign is or does the person have a say in what the sign can be? I think it's collaborative, to be honest. I do tell people that sometimes it's more beneficial, I find, to not put specifications on the signs. So I always use this example of like, you know, maybe you have a mother in spirit or whoever it is for you in spirit, but we'll just go with the example of a mother figure. And you're talking to her and you're saying, okay, mom, at exactly 1111, I want to walk outside and I want an owl to fly out of the woods and fly around my head three different times (laughs) and then land 20 feet in front of me. You know, Spirit will use what is accessible at the time. And it's very dependent on where we are, who we're interacting with, you know, the environment that we're in. So there might not be an owl that spirit can use to fly out of the woods at exactly 1111 to fly around your head three times. And I get it because I've been there, you know, I've been 
on the side of, I want very specifically (laughs) this to happen. But what I find, well, the way that I go about it is that I will ask spirit for a sign that I undoubtedly know is a sign that does get me to pause, does grab my attention, but I kind of leave it to spirit in terms of what spirit really wants to give. Because I find too, when we do that and we sort of let go and we surrender to it, spirit will give us something that is even beyond maybe what our imagination can come up with. It's even more than what we can sit and kind of think of in terms of what we want. So I typically will suggest to people just put it out there, put the intention out there that you're looking for a sign and then surrender to it and let it go. Now, I do feel too that there are times that maybe we can say things to the effect of like, you know, I'd really love a sign that looks like this. Maybe like you are specifically looking for a sign that's like a specific bird or something. I do believe we can do that. And if spirit can, it will get that across. I think again, though, it's just important to release some of the specifications on how that shows up, when it shows up, and just let spirit take care of that part of it. But I do think it can be a collaborative effort on your part and on spirits as well. That's really good advice because I think what happens is if you get too specific, you could miss the sign if spirit sends it in a, a way you aren't expecting or you know hoping for. Because like you said, they may send it in maybe that same owl that you were thinking would fly around your head was actually like uh, from a scrap paper and the wind picked it up and blew it around, you yeah. know, and it's oh. like on a piece of paper. That could be the owl. So yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, I myself, I've had a couple different ways where I would... Oh. Like with my grandfather who passed, I asked him, totally had a conversation with him in my kitchen. He was already passed at the time because I sensed he was there. And I said, you know, hi, Poppy. We called him Poppy. Mm -hmm. I said, hi, Poppy. And I said, Poppy, we haven't even come up with a sign for you yet. And he showed me tomatoes. And then it was like the next day at work, a woman was talking about how she brought one of our physicians a box of tomatoes from their farm. (laughs) It was just crazy. (laughs) And that was like the one and only time that (laughs) tomatoes were ever spoken about at work. And I worked at a doctor's office at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And then other times, too, with my guides, it was a matter of asking them, what will the sign be? And then I got cinnamon, like I saw cinnamon sticks. So I did it that way. And then with my grandmother who passed, I asked her for something different. I asked her for stars because I have a, a necklace of hers that has a star on it. But she delivered leaves instead. But I had to rely on what you said earlier about the feeling that I got. As soon as I pulled out this leaf from my pocket that I wasn't expecting to be there on the day that I asked her for a sign, I knew it was from her without a doubt, like right away, even though it wasn't the star that I asked for, I knew it was from her. So I trusted the the feeling instead and, and then realized, okay, leaves, which is really, really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I I love that you had that awareness to trust the feeling because undoubtedly, I would say that that was absolutely her giving you a sign. It just might not have been stars that she could get across for whatever reason. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I love it too. And also I think if you wanted to share, if somebody were to ask for a sign or come up with a sign with either their guides or their past loved ones, the expectation of a time frame. (laughs) What's your advice (laughs) with that? Yeah, that's a good question. I'll just speak from personal experience with that, that I think the most I've waited was about a week and that showed up about after a week. 
I would say same kind of deal though. You know, don't try to put too many expectations or specifications on a time frame because spirit will again work everything out behind the scenes in the way that is for everyone's highest and greatest good. I would say, yeah, maybe if it's like six months down the road and, and you're asking your spirit guides, you know, for a validation that they're around or something and that I don't know, my human brain, right, says like, oh, that might be a little long, but who knows, <laughs> you know, I, in this work, honestly, I've just kind of learned to surrender to what is, <laughs> because that's when the most amazing yep. things start to happen. But me personally, I think, yeah, I'll just go from my own personal experience, about a week, I think was the longest. Typically, for me, it tends to show up within like a few days. In terms of if I'm asking my spirit team for, you know, a validate, like, am I moving in the right direction? Or can you validate your presence? Those kind of things. I think with departed loved ones, that has a little yeah. more wiggle room, I think, because again, they're, they're trying to kind of figure out what is most accessible in terms of what I said earlier, you know, like where we're going to be, who we're going to be talking to, what we're going to be around. And they're trying to figure out to the best of their ability. So I would just say be patient with it and just surrender to it and let it come up when it does, <laughs> which I know isn't always easy. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know because we're kind of on spirit's agenda because I'm thinking from the side of the listener yeah. who's still like, oh, where are my signs or how do I do this? We talked about what you shouldn't mm-hmm. ask for, like very, very strong specifics. What's a good way to ask for a sign with spirit? Yeah, I think it does start with the intention and in that you are asking. I actually like, I believe I learned this through Suzanne Giesman, interestingly, because you have taken some of her courses, correct? You, I have, yeah. yeah. And when I heard this, I loved it because it does put that collaboration piece. It really uses that. So mm-hmm. I think what it is, is that it's a process of asking your spirit guides or your angels, or I feel you could even do it with a departed loved one to come into your space and saying something to the effect of, I would like to receive a sign of, and then waiting to see what comes into your head. I've done this and it does work. And it can be something simple. It can be something random, whatever it is, just hold on to that idea and then be present in the next coming days or whatever it is and see if that thing shows up in your awareness. And for me, it has been some very random kind of things, but without a doubt each time, like it it will happen and I'll see it. You know, one time it was like a bald eagle and I'm like, well, that's interesting, you know? So I really actually like that way of doing it because it's setting the intention that I am looking for a sign. I want to know that you're with me. I want you to validate your presence. Yeah. But it is allowing spirit to give you the part about the actual sign and what that's going to look like, which I think is really beautiful. So I actually, I recommend people do that if they are looking for a sign from whether a loved one or a spirit guide or whatever it might be. Yeah. Yeah. And then to trust the first thing that comes through, right? Don't stop and think like, oh, really? When when will that show up? (laughs) Yeah. You have to like trust it then. Go with it and trust it. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. So can you share some examples? 
I would love to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. This is like my favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> so I have one actually for my grandmother. For context, she wasn't my biological grandmother, but she was like that never mattered between sure, us. Yeah. You know, she was a strong Aww. grandmother figure in my life and I loved her dearly. And, <laughs> you know, it's funny too, Laura, is that you might appreciate this and some of the listeners probably will too. But every time I use past tense with her, like if I'm speaking in past tense, like I love her dearly i hear in my head what do you mean you loved me dearly you don't love me anymore (laughs) (laughs) oh i love it every time so i love her dearly but when she first passed away i had a friend at the time who dabbled in mediumship i don't know if she really would have identified as a medium but dabbled in mediumship and we were having a conversation and she said to me your grandmother's connecting you to eastern bluebirds Mm -hmm. and i'm like okay well that's interesting because like i had a conversation with her about eastern bluebirds before she passed and interestingly i took this picture of one i had never i've been in new england all my life right and i had never seen this bird except for one specific place which was actually in a cemetery if you don't know what they look like they're just beautiful but like there's like this beautiful cobalt blue color just amazing you know aesthetically And I had only seen them about twice before in this one cemetery, nowhere else. I had spoken to other people who lived in the area for like 20 years. And they're like, I've never seen this bird. So I was thinking like, well, maybe that's what she's talking about. Because we had this conversation. Anyway, a few days go by and... I learned because I attended her services, I quickly realized that she is being buried in the cemetery where I saw the bluebirds. What? So (laughs) it gets better, trust me. So so that was the first thing, right? And then a Mm -hmm. few months later, I hadn't been to visit the grave, but a few months later, I woke up and I had this really strong feeling of go to the graveyard today, go to the cemetery. And I'm like, what? You know, like my logical brain is questioning. <laughs> so it stayed with me until the afternoon. And I think it was like a weekend or something. So I, you know, I had free time on my hands. And I'm like, okay, you know, what? I'm just gonna go. And as I'm driving there, something keeps giving me the impression you will see a bluebird. And I'm like, okay, you know, and again, the human logical pragmatic side comes in is like, well, maybe I will, because I've seen them in that place before, you know, so maybe, you know, we'll, we'll see. But the the feeling, the nudge was just overwhelming. So I went to the graveyard and I always laugh at this part because I got there and not only was there no bluebirds in sight, but there wasn't there wasn't a bird in sight, Laura. Like it was a cloudy day. I didn't see one bird. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> why am I here? Why, like, why did I come here? So I'm sitting there. And after about 15 minutes, I say to her in my head, I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what this was about, but it was good seeing you. I know that you hear me. And I went to put the keys in the ignition and I heard very specifically, turn your head to the left where the grave was. And now there's like a a hanging plant post that's like about an inch, maybe less from her grave that her family put up. So I look to my left and on top of the plant post, right next to her grave, Uh there is an Eastern bluebird staring directly (laughs) into my car. And I'm like, what? You know, so for about 10 minutes, it kind of fluttered around her grave. It fluttered around the other graves. And then I I actually ended up leaving. But in that moment, when I first saw it, every cell of my being knew that it was her saying, I 
am with you. And I still almost get emotional at that part because I remember that feeling so vividly. <laughs> so there's more to this story, however. <laughs> Uh, what? Oh, Doesn't yeah. it end there? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle this. I know. It's so good, right? It's so good. <laughs> so good. So a few months later, I think it was another weekend again or something, and I had no awareness of the date. Like, you know, I had no awareness that it was this month and this day. I wasn't thinking about that at all. Yeah. But I went to go for a walk, and when I walk around the neighborhood that I'm in, I typically go a very specific route. And I was taking a walk and I got this nudge. And again, this is where I tell people, follow those nudges. But I got this nudge, go left here. And I'm like, I never go left here. Like, why would I want to go left here? So I'm like, all right, you know, go left. I don't know. And then my grandmother popped into my head, you know, the thought of her. And and I remember having a little conversation, you know, where I was like, you know, I, I miss you physically being here. I miss kind of, you know, going to your house and all the things. And yeah. And about a minute later, I see, now mind you, I had never seen that bluebird outside of the cemetery, never once, in all my time and being in New England, never. And about a minute after I have that thought about how I miss her physically being here, an eastern bluebird flies in front of my vision (laughs) into the tree. And I'm like, okay, so I'm like, hi, you're here, you know, so I had that feeling again, I'm like, oh my god, this is great. Like, she clearly hears it, which I know anyway, but it's, it's just so validating you know like she hears me yes and so I get back home and then I was talking to someone else that knew her and I'm sharing the story and I find out through them that it is the one-year anniversary that day of her passing and I had no awareness I wasn't even thinking about the date or anything but they're like yeah it's the one-year anniversary of her passing and I'm like you have to be kidding me that's crazy so then I open up my computer because I'm like I want to share this on Facebook with my community right you know I want to share all of this Laura I open up my Facebook and the first picture in my news feed is a picture a friend in a different state but a picture a friend had taken and it is solely a bluebird sitting on a branch. And I'm like, okay, I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. And there have been more things with bluebirds that have happened with her, but those were some of the defining (sighs) moments in just really, truly validating that her presence is still so around me. And I will say just quickly, her birthday actually in spirit was a few days ago. And what do you know? Of course, a bluebird popped up for me in an interesting way. So it's crazy and it's wonderful. And it's one of my favorite stories to tell because again, that feeling of just knowing, right? Just knowing that is you. Well, because so many great things are showcased in that story as far as following your intuition and the bluebird coming in digital image, but also in real life. And then the dates correspond. It's just so many great examples showcased in those experiences. That's amazing. It's funny, my grandmother really pulled through too. She was one of the ones where it was like sign after sign after sign after sign. I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. grandma, like awesome. So that's so interesting (laughs) that for you, it was also like a grandmother figure that really delivered and continues to. Wow. Continues to, yes. She likes to go big or go home, I guess. I mean, and here we are talking about it here and this is going to, you know, air sometime in the future. Oh, Maybe it'll air like on a special date. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. That would be so cool. Or maybe something. Yeah, I will absolutely let you know for sure. 
Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't yeah. know what will pop oh, up. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And that's where I tell people to, you know, following the nudge is so important because had I not mm-hmm. done that, I wouldn't have had those. Ex- I would have never ended up at the cemetery that day. The time after I wouldn't have walked that path where I saw the bluebird very specifically fly out in front of me. So I think when we're asking for a sign, it's important to be present, but it, absolutely important to be present, but it's also so important to follow those little intuitive nudges of like, hey, you know what, why don't you do this today? Or or why don't you go this way? Because those are the things I think too, that actually lead us to experiencing the sign. And that is part of, like you said, why I love telling that story as well. Yeah. Well, I think it's just another testament to why so many of us who do like to teach on whatever capacity, the importance of listening to your intuition, like the importance of intuition, because it's not just about avoiding the wrong choice and making the right choice, but it's also about being able to trust communication from spirit. Intuition plays such an important role in all of that. So another reason why we are such yeah. big advocates for learn to listen to your intuition, learn about your intuition. And so I guess <laughs> little side note then, Lee, what would you advise somebody on how they can start to learn to hone in on their intuition? It's a good question. And I get that one frequently. I think one of the first things is to be present with what thoughts and images or whatever it is are coming into your awareness, right? What feelings are popping up for you, what nudges you feel like you're getting. And when I say nudge, I just mean it's a strong sensation of, again, like, you know, in the context of my story, like a strong sensation that I felt like I should turn to the left and and walk that way. So that can show up in a lot of ways. But a feeling that comes up that maybe you can't logically explain that maybe your pragmatic human analytical brain can explain, but it's there and it's very present. So being aware of those things and then ultimately not dismissing them and, you know, shrugging them off and being like, oh, well, I don't know. And I've been there. And sometimes even still after years of doing this work, I actually have to remind myself of that and be like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, you know, like I, I need to pay attention to this. Like this feels important. This feels intuitive. So not dismissing it, not shrugging it off. I think also a good thing to do as far as, I guess you can call it an exercise, is to record when you get these feelings. And then if you follow the nudge, what was the results of that? Like, did it work out for you? Did you experience something that felt extremely synchronistic? Because then you have like a a physical log, something palpable that you can go back and you can look at. And it helps us kind of build trust in spirit and our intuition. And the human brain will forget. I've tried to convince myself otherwise. I'll be like, yeah. you know, I'll write it down later. I'll remember. And then I don't remember. <laughs> so, <Yep. laughs> so the human brain will forget. And, and it's powerful being able to look back on like a list of these experiences and actually be able to pinpoint, oh, yeah, I remember when that happened. And it really did work out for me. Because I think ultimately, we're all intuitive. Mm-hmm. Some of us, I think come with a heightened sense of intuition just from birth. Some of us, I think, have to kind of work towards developing it a little bit more, almost like playing an instrument where some people can sit down and play the piano right away. And other people have to work a little bit more with some practice. But regardless of all that, we're still all intuitive creatures, I believe, by nature. So we all have it in us. It's just about learning or relearning how to listen to it and how it shows up for us. So I think 
That's where I would start with that. Yeah. And I couldn't have said any of that better myself. I think that's all really good (laughs) advice. And I like that you talked about writing it down because I think one thing that people will realize when they start to see it all together is really how chatty spirit is with their (laughs) communication and their signs and intuitive hits and everything like that. There's a lot like grandma was really chatty that day, you know, with all of her signs so much. So you're like, okay, grandma, I hear you. Like I hear you. And it just feels really good when you start to pick up on that. And I love so endearing when she was like, what do you mean loved? It's love, right? It reminds me, (laughs) I did a reading yesterday and I was connected with the sitter's guides and I was talking about how I was was Mm -hmm. saying it like, oh, they pulled back, like they stepped back a little bit. That's why you haven't been feeling them much. And I got corrected. No, we haven't stepped away. We've just drew our energy in a bit. So she wasn't feeling it as much because we needed her to experience this human thing without our interference. So we just drew our energy in, but we never went away or we never fell back. We were always there. So they kindly (laughs) helped me to rephrase that, but it's just very endearing. I feel like whenever it's spirit, it's never like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's more like, oh, you're so cute. Okay. I won't say it that way. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, no. I I love that because I know exactly what you mean. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So here's another question. I want to talk more specifically past loved ones, people that we've lived a physical life with. I think it's important to have a conversation, though it may be hard and difficult to do, to have a conversation about what each other's sign would be for the other person if they were to pass. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's really interesting. Surprisingly, I haven't thought much about that. So let's see what comes up with that. But I think it could be definitely useful because if you do have something that, and it's funny because now actually that I'm thinking about, this has come up in readings a few times with people where there's been like a conversation beforehand. Ah. So I think it can be definitely useful, especially if there is a dialogue of, I really associate you with this. So I'll know that it's you if you come through this way. It's interesting because I I think about it from a mediumship standpoint too. And I do tell people as the medium, which might be a little different, but this is kind of where my head is going. But as the medium, every thought, every feeling, every message that spirit gives is like a certain frequency. They have to go through Mm -hmm. my reference, things I have experienced in this physical life. So I do tell people like if you're visiting with a medium and you have that specific thing where you're like, I want my dad to Mm -hmm. mention very specifically... I don't know, the pine tree or, you know, whatever it is. Well, pine tree might not be the best example, <laughs> but if it's something outside of my reference, like cars, sure. I always say that yeah. too, because I don't know really any, I always laugh about it, but I'm like, I, I know that cars get me from point A to point B. Like that's <laughs> about it. So if it's like, you're very specifically looking for your dad, let's say instead of a pine tree, uh, you know, to mention like a 1970s car model, that might not be easy to get to me, the medium, because I don't really have a lot of awareness about cars or experience with cars in my life. So that's kind of what I think about from a a mediumship standpoint. And it does not mean that your loved ones are not there because the medium can't pick up on that one specific thing. However, if it's just more of a personal thing where there was a conversation beforehand, I do believe that spirit, you know, from the other side can get that thing across and they might, you know, use different things as well that maybe weren't spoken about. But 
I do think that, yes, if there is a strong association and, and there was a conversation about when you pass from the other side, can you please send me this? I think spirit will find a way to do that. Yeah. Yeah. How lovely. I was curious, do you have any other yeah. examples that you want to share? I do. Yeah. So uh, since I, I talked about the departed loved ones, I'll, I'll talk about spirit guides for a second and give them some love too. <laughs> <laughs> so there's one that really stands out and there's a few parts to this, but Last year, I was having a particularly challenging period in my life, just emotionally, mentally. And I think the collective energy, too, at the time was, you know, very kind of chaotic to be on. And as an empath and someone who feels mm. very deeply, like I think part of that was kind of, you know, being felt and in the uncertainty in the world. So just like a perfect storm of, I think, different things. Yeah. And I asked my spirit guides for a sign that just validating like everything's okay, you know, like I'm on the right path and all that. So I think it was like a day or two later, I was watching like a YouTube video. And I just very specifically was drawn into this part of it was this guy talking to this other woman. And he was like, Oh, what's your name? And she was like, Oh, my name's Rainbow. And he was like, Oh, is that your real name? And she's like, Yeah, it is. And I thought in my head, like, Oh, that's a neat name, actually, like Rainbow. It just stuck out that part about rainbow and it it just stuck out to me. And I was like, oh, you know, and then I kind of just let it go, went about my everyday. And I think about a day later, I still was asking, you know, for a sign. And I was like, you know, if you can give me anything, little did I know it was already in the works. But as I'm driving along, I see in the sky, this perfect, like vivid double rainbow just appear. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting, because this is now the second time rainbows have come up. And I don't actually see a lot of rainbows around here, you know, to oh. be I'm like, you know, I, I don't, I, I sometimes maybe, yeah. but you know, I think it's more seldom, but I see this perfect double and I actually pulled over the side of the road and I'm like taking yeah. pictures of it. And I'm like, this is great. So it's like, how interesting. So then I asked spirit, if it is a rainbow, you're trying to give me a sign of send it to me one more time. Cause I like things in threes. I, I don't know what it is, but I, I like having things in threes. So I was like, send it to me one more You're time. Like, really Lee? <laughs> <laughs> that was three double rainbow and name. <laughs> right. Like, wasn't it obvious? <laughs> so I think like a day or two later, again, I was driving again to, I think like the store or something. And I see this truck coming at me, like the size of like a U-Haul, like that kind of truck, but uh-huh, driving out. Yeah. And I just happened to look at the company name and it was, I won't say the whole company name just in case privacy reasons, but the, sure. the first word to the company was rainbow. And I was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) So I looked it up, you know, I was like, I wonder what a rainbow symbolizes. And I looked it up. And from what I remember, it symbolizes hope Mm. and perseverance and, and, you know, making our way through challenging times. A continuation of this, what is really interesting is that a few months later, again, I was kind of in the same space. And I'm like, I would really love spirit guides, just anything again, just to, to maybe validate. Because while I have a soul knowing inside of me that ultimately everything's going to be fine. Yeah. While I have that soul knowing, and I think most of us, especially who do this work, have that, it is just nice sometimes, you know, the validating, the validation. So interestingly, I picked up my phone about a day later and on my Google photos, my photos are stored through like Google. And sometimes it will do this thing where it's like, take a look back on your memories, like, you know, from a year ago or two years ago. Yep. Mine does that too. (laughs) So one popped up in 
I've never seen it do this before and I've never seen it do it after, but it just said rainbow in the memories. And I, I clicked on it and I'm like, that's the picture I just took a few months ago. Why is it showing me that? Because every time it seemed to be in increments of like years, you know, like last year, two years ago. Yeah. And then I was thinking, well, maybe it was exactly like three months ago or something. You know, maybe that's why it's coming up. So I checked the dates on everything. Nope. Wasn't exactly <laughs> three months ago, a month ago, two months. And I'm like, why is this coming up? So I knew and that I'm like, oh, you're trying to send me the rainbows oh, again. Oh, I love it. So I said again, though, <laughs> you'll probably laugh, Laura, but I'm like, can I, can I have it two more times? If possible, <laughs> can I have it two more times? They should just give it to you three times. So seriously, it's coming. <laughs> seriously. So I think it was, again, it happens pretty typically within like a day or two after, give or take. But I was watching a friend's Facebook Live and I'm looking at all the comments and, you know, the comments are pretty small, so I can't really see the profile pictures all the time. But, you know, I'm looking at this one lady's yeah. comments and I feel a bit drawn to her for whatever reason. Then the person who is conducting the Facebook Live, she stops and she goes, can I just take a moment to pull this woman up? And it's a woman I'm drawn to. And she's like, look at that beautiful rainbow and that profile <laughs> oh, picture. And I'm like... Okay, so number two. All right, thank you. Thank you. I'm very grateful. And then the most interesting part of this, so this is just the very last piece, but I was having a specifically, I remember, really tough day. I I don't think I got a lot of sleep and I was just emotionally, you know, again, because I'm human in this space of like, oh, man, do I feel overwhelmed and man, do I feel heavy. And and so I said to Spirit, I'm like, you know, if possible, I would love the rainbow sign again, again, only if possible, you know, trying to kind of surrender to it as much as I can. But could you send it to me in a way that isn't just through like Facebook or, you know, like, I or like, you know, something like, you know, something just that that I haven't experienced, but that I'll know, you know, like 100%. A few weeks prior for context, I had a conversation with a friend and, and she had lost uh, someone very close to her. And I didn't know this person or anything, but she said she felt drawn to ask me if I wanted her to mail me a memorial card. And I was like, yeah, you can do that. Absolutely. You know, like, sure. And I did have a reading with her at one point. So I'm like, you know, that's a really nice gesture. So that day, fast forward to when I was feeling really heavy and all of that. And I asked, you know, can you give it to me outside of like Facebook? Yeah her card had arrived in the mail. I got this sense later in the evening after I asked for a sign that I wanted to open. And I was like, oh, I didn't even open her card. Like I want to open it. So I opened the card and she's really cute. She had this little encouraging like note on the front. And I was like, oh, that, you know, that's, that's perfect for today. And then I open up the memorial card, which kind of looked like a, a regular card, you know, like one that you'd get at like Hallmark. Mm-hmm. And on the first part of it, on the left side that I'm reading, there's a poem. And the poem is literally called Look for Me in the Rainbows. And I was like, that was good. <laughs> you know, that, that was good. I wasn't expecting it. But I knew right away, I was like, there it is. I, I asked for it outside of Facebook. And little did I know, 
Spirit already knew I was going to ask for that. They had set this whole thing up. And I remember after I messaged her and I told her about the whole experience. And she's like, you know, what's funny, Lee, is that I felt at first like a little weird asking you about that. She's like, I don't know if this came across weird or should I ask him? And I finally did because I had this little nudge to do it. And and you were so receptive to it and it all worked out. But what I find interesting is that, you know, she contemplated too. And she even wanted to say that in fear of maybe seeming a little, you know, stranger or whatever it is. You know, I think about it and I'm like, how much had to go into that on spirit's uh-huh. end to get me yeah. those messages? And that I think is just mind yeah. blowing. It's just mind blowing. And and the validation is is incredible. Yeah. So that's another story that comes to mind. And oh, I will say I really it. quick too, every time yeah. now I'm like struggling mentally or emotionally or whatever it might be. Every single time now a rainbow pops up in my space and I'm like, I hear you. Thank you. You know? <laughs> yeah. You're like, you don't even have to ask for it anymore. Yeah, We'll no. just send it to you. Yeah, uh, That's such a great point as far as all the work yeah. that we are unaware of that goes into making these signs happen. So maybe that could be part of the holdup, <laughs> you know, is that yeah, exactly. things have to fall into place. So not to think, oh, they've forgotten about me, but really they're just, there's a lot to make sure falls into place to get that sign. Absolutely. There's a lot of work behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Incredible. Yeah. That's awesome. So (laughs) Lee, any parting words of wisdom in regards to signs for us to wrap up with? Yeah. Just to be present to being in the moment really is what it comes down to, you know, be present to that. And if something comes up, you know, don't dismiss it and ask yourself how you feel about it. And how does this feel in my body? And also follow the little nudges because those very well could be trying to lead you to you experiencing your sign. So really everything we talked about and then just really enjoy it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Then just really enjoy it. Enjoy yeah. it. And enjoy sharing it with people too, because revisiting it, there's something so thrilling. Like you were saying, you were getting emotional again, talking about yeah. the signs from your grandma, like it could be really comforting. So, oh, so how wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Well, Lee, thank yeah. you so much for your time and for talking oh. about signs with me and sharing your stories and your expertise. I really appreciate you. And I'm so thrilled that we got to spend this time together. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on again. I always love being in your energy and always love speaking to your listeners. So thank you so much. I had such a good time. another episode of a guided life podcast thank you so much for tuning in and until next time love and light always i'm dr mona lisa and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, 
and wherever you get your podcasts.